Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda. And Ashley, and as always, we have a brand new episode for you guys. So today we're going to be getting into some deep conversations. But before we do that, let's just do a little catch up. Brenda, what have you been up to during the quarantine? Um, Not much. Pretty much just keeping myself busy, trying to do a lot of hands-on stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I've been like moving things around in my room and trying to like make more space. Like If you know me, I have a really small room, so I was... It's always cluttered. very yes so i had to get rid of a lot of stuff i was like looking through stuff and i realized like how much stuff i hoarder like i had stuff from like high school college that like was just so unnecessary and yeah i just had to declutter myself it always feels good i feel like it's also like a mental cleanse too when you declutter like when the space is cleaner you can like think clearer in the space yeah and like you you see that like there's more room and like you yeah. just feel like fresh and it feels good. Mhm. But yeah, pretty much just, you know, keeping busy, trying to like keep my mind focused on other things so that I'm not so anxious and going crazy. <laughs> oh yeah. How about you? What's new? I have not been doing much. I think this week was like weird for me cuz I wasn't working as much as I usually am, so I was binging. Um, like I told you, I, I binged End of the Fucking World in like a day and a half. Um, I'm watching Naruto, the anime. <laughs> oh, I started one? watching anime. Yeah, I'm I actually had right I, I I started watching anime actually. Like I recently got into it. There's one that I'm gonna send to you that you should probably watch. It's actually really good. Send it. Yeah, I like it because there's always so many episodes. I've been doing that. I'm learning tarot. Like I said, I'm watching a lot of YouTube. Like so much youtube it's ridiculous and yeah like i've just been like kind of i've been kind of lazy this week but i'm not losing my mind yet like i'm bored like i want to leave the house but i'm not going insane yet yeah i think i mean it's important that like you try to stay sane as much as you can and i think the hardest part right now is people who are living in like cluttered house not cluttered houses but people who are living with like a like a lot of people in their house yeah so i I think like for example me like i have like five other people in this house so it's like it's very stressful if we were all to be here but the like i said before like the good thing is like they're essential so Mm -hmm. i got nothing to worry about (laughs) i went downtown the other day for the first time since the quarantine no it was the second time but like i saw downtown have you seen it yet I've seen, like, little pictures here and there that people post and how, like, it's ghost town, but... It is so weird. Young and Dundas is, like... And if you guys don't know Toronto, it's kind of, like, the Times Square of Toronto. Dead. So dead. There's no traffic at all. Like, there's no traffic. All the the roads are empty. There's people walking around and more people than I'd like to see, but, like, I guess I was one of them. Everybody's wearing masks. It was weird. I went to Chick-fil-A. I got some food and then i went home it was literally we went down there for like a drive and just to see what it was kind of like and it was really fucking weird and creepy i heard that they boarded up the eaton Eaton center Center. yeah Yeah. it's completely blocked off completely blocked off it's weird there's a lot of things everywhere you go has like social distancing lines and stickers and yeah for sure yeah it's very strange because you look outside and you just see people with masks and gloves and it's so normal and i was one of them i didn't wear the gloves but i wore the mask and it's so strange it is so weird i can't wait till it's over i agree uh hopefully all of it like i said it'll be over soon fingers crossed 
But anyways, let's get right into the topic. So today we're talking about signs to look out for that you might be in a toxic relationship. So I guess the way that I would listen to this episode, you hear a lot of things in this like segment that you relate to, then maybe you should consider if your relationship is toxic or not. So yeah, so we'll go over some some points and then you can pretty much feel if if it relates to you. So I think one of them would be if he takes you for granted. And by that, I mean, like, he doesn't appreciate you or the little things you do and things start to shift a little bit. Like, he's not taking you as seriously. He's not appreciative of the things you do. And it just feels kind of like one-sided in in a sense. Mm -hmm. I think that this happens in a lot of relationships. And then if it ends in a breakup, that's when people do all the reflection. They're like, oh, wow, I fucked up. You know what I mean? Because they have you there and they know you're always going to be doing these things and taking care of them and whatever, whatever. So they take you for granted. But you have to really be aware of it if, you know, it's not being matched or if you just feel like they're just full out taking advantage of you and they don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah. But it's also your job to call them out on it if you do notice it. Like you can you can change your actions and you can call them out on it um, and see if there's anything that changes. And if there isn't, then that's on them. Yeah, at least you're putting it out there too, right? Like you're letting them know how you feel. Again, mm-hmm. communication is like key. So if you're not talking about it and like letting them know how you feel, then things are not going to change. Yeah, exactly. I think another one would be like overstepping each other's boundaries. So I would say pretty much if the person is doing something that you consistently say like is one of your like pet peeves or like something that you consistently make as a house rule so for example like you're the type of person who always wants um shoes taken off at the front of the door and that's like one of your house rules it's like a boundary that you don't want someone to overcross, right and if the person consistently does it and you keep saying it and they're like oh i'm sorry but like i had to just run to the kitchen it's like i get that but like it literally takes two seconds to take off your shoes and go to the kitchen Mm -hmm. and it it saves you the time of having to get into an argument if you can just listen and just appreciate like respect what i you know your wishes and what you want for people to follow the thing is it's when it comes to relationships like a lot of people have to understand that there's a lot of compromising like there are going to be times where you might find it difficult to like you know keep each other happy because maybe something that is a big pet peeve for your partner is something that you consistently do so it's just out of habit but my thing is like if you consistently do it without really thinking about like you think that okay this is going to affect your relationship but you do it anyways Mm -hmm. then that's where I feel like problems start to escalate because you know so why don't you just do it right it's like like living with your parents yeah it's like living with your parents if they consistently tell you like don't come home late don't come home late and you're just doing it just because then don't get mad that they're going to consistently lecture you or tell you Mm -hmm. something exactly like just just be prepared for it yeah i think another example of like something that's less petty i guess you could say because in those things it's, it's definitely like annoying and i think they deserve to be called out for it but if it's getting more serious i think another example of a boundary would be like someone who talks about your family in a certain way you know what i mean oh yes so like that's the boundary that you just don't cross like i can rant about my sister for three hours but if you're my boyfriend i expect you to just listen i don't expect you to chime in and start talking shit about my sister that's a boundary that you just don't cross like 
If I want to say it, fine. But know better. Keep your mouth shut and know your boundaries. Because once you cross over, like, yeah, I'm mad right now. But in a day, I might not be mad. And once you cross over that boundary and you talk shit about her, I'm going to know how you truly feel. And when I'm over it, I have to kind of look at you sideways and be like, hmm, okay. Because <laughs> I feel like that's disrespectful. So, like, it can get more serious. It can be smaller things like the shoes in the kitchen. It, it, there's really levels to it. But either way, if they're crossing boundaries, you should really look out for that. Um, another one, this is like the one of the main ones, is if you find that your relationship is codependent, whether it's your codependent on your partner or he's codependent on you. Okay, so with codependency, this can happen in many ways. I think a lot of people don't realize that they're codependent. So it can be as little as you depend on them for everything, for the answers, for you know how you're going to go about life like let's say you can't do anything without them you need to go to appointments with them you need to do this with them like you can't go grocery shopping without them it can be that or it can even be you becoming emotionally reliant on this person because once they go away if you are emotionally reliant on them then that codependency is going to really fuck you up because it's like now god forbid you break up who are you going to cry to? Like, what are you going to do with your emotions? It gets really hard. So, yeah, codependency is very, very toxic. Yeah. Um, another point I would say is you start to lose yourself in a relationship. So mm-hmm. you forget. Again, that kind of ties in with codependency. Like, you just, you're so caught up with things in your relationship that you forget about yourself. So you're so, co- you're mm-hmm. so, um, you're so, you find it more important to make the other person happy than to make yourself happy. So you yeah. forget to love yourself because you're putting in more effort into your relationship. Again, I think this is um, another thing some of us, um, especially in be- like first relationships, a lot of us tend to do little things like that. Um, but again, you have to see where it starts to become toxic, right? Like the person consistently makes it about them and not about you or about your relationship. It's just one-sided type of thing. Mm-hmm. So you start to think that that person is your overall life. So you forget about your friends. You forget about your family. You forget, again, about yourself because you're so caught up in this relationship. Yeah, and I think a lot of people do this. Like, These are the type of people that cut off everyone. And their friends are like, where is where is my friend, blah, blah, blah. And you even start neglecting your work. You start neglecting everything. And a lot of times the person doesn't even deserve it. That's the crazy thing. A lot of times they don't deserve it. But if you find that you are losing yourself and you're not doing the things you used to love, you're not talking to people you used to love, like that's like that's very, very toxic. And a lot of times that has nothing to do with your partner and has everything to do with you because you shouldn't allow that to happen and that's when it can get very very toxic yeah and like speaking again uh, on top of like you start to lose like sight of things like your job that's another thing too right like if your partner is like consistently telling you when or how or the way you should work it's like that's something that you as an individual you know you make those type of decisions like when it comes Mm -hmm. to your life and your work um it's not again obviously try to compromise where like if you were to, were to have a kid like maybe one parent has to work in the morning the other person has to work at night but again that's a compromise you guys figure mm-hmm. that out together but another thing is saying like no you have to work at night because I'm gonna be working every morning and I just don't want to be with the kid at night like you have to 
feel out the conversation and how the relationship is being developed is it being forced on you or is it something that you guys compromised and came to an agreement you know or is it something that the Mm -hmm. person's telling you to do again in a relationship it shouldn't feel like that person is your parent that person is your partner so there has to be that sort of respect in where you guys are kind of agreeing on certain things in your life not that it's being forced upon and it shouldn't feel like you're losing anything you should always be gaining something out of the relationship whether it's you know like happiness or it is intelligence wisdom maturity growth all those things you should be constantly gaining but if you feel like you're losing then that's really a big problem another sign you might be in a toxic relationship could be if in your relationship you guys are keeping score whether it be you or your boyfriend so like for example i think we talked about this in an episode briefly but like he's doing dumb shit and you're like keeping a mental note of how he's fucking up all the time and you're just keeping score of all the things he's doing it's like okay if you if you have to keep score then like what are you really doing in this relationship like just have a conversation be open communicate not just that but like if you're keeping score at that point like if you think about it when you're keeping score you're playing a game right so it's like he Mm -hmm. did one i did one and by you doing that you're pretty much telling yourself okay well he fucked up so it's fine if i fuck up and it's kind of like so i'm gonna cheat (laughs) exactly so it's kind of like you're keeping that like you're keeping that tab in case something goes bad and again like when something happens that's the thing like when you get into like an argument or something you gotta talk about it communicate it and then realize whether you're gonna let it go and move on or if this is going to be something that breaks your relationship because a lot of people that's where they you know things like that happen where they're keeping tabs and it's like okay well he cheated once so if i go and cheat then he has to be able to forgive me because i forgave him and it's like it doesn't work that way like you don't want to put what that person put you like that pretty much if someone cheated on you you don't want them to feel the way they made you feel exactly it's just petty it's immature and if that's the mentality that you have then maybe you need to consider doing some work on yourself before like really being in a committed relationship because that's not the kind of energy you need because if you have if you're playing games like that it's not going to end well i can tell you that much it's just not yeah so another point I think that is important is um, there always seems to be more bad than good. So when there's more bad than good, it's really when you're looking at the timeline of your relationship and there are more bad moments than good moments. So like there's high highs and there's low lows. Yes. But are you arguing 10 times more than you are laughing together? Like if you feel like 80 percent of your relationship is bad and it's fighting and toxic, but 20 percent is amazing happiness, love. Like, yeah, I'm sure that 20 percent is really fucking good. But also, does the bad outweigh the good? Yeah. OK, I see that. So. So, yeah. So pretty much if there's no balance with everything, because to yeah. in everything in life, you want to have that balance. Right. Like people, mm-hmm. not everybody loves school, but there's an end result to it and is my happiness for right now worth me being a millionaire when I graduate and have my diploma so Mm. I think in everything should be there should be some type of balance because again everything's not butterflies and and rainbows and happiness so I think in every relationship there will always be things that go wrong and conflicts and arguments but as long as there's still that loving core between you two and there's still a balance of of happiness then i think it's okay but uh, it's like you said if it's 
if it's over more bad than good, then that's something you have to start to look at. Exactly. You don't want to be caught up in a relationship with a 20% loving, you know, aspect of it. So just make sure that you're really looking at that because, I mean, if you're arguing, it has to be worth it. It has to be meaningful. You can't just be arguing over dumb things and letting that escalate, right? You want to be having these bad moments but having them be worth it because of course like like you said it's not sunshine rainbows like you're gonna fight but make it worth it so another point of a toxic relationship would be if there's consistent assumption between you two so basically what i mean is like if you consistently have like a routine that's like set in stone like you work till 4 30 so you're home by five And let's say one day, you know, you got caught up at work and you had to stay an extra like 15, 20 minutes, which caused you to be home a little later than usual. And your partner's just like, oh, well, you finish work at 430. You should be home by five. And like, I don't think you were at work. Like, are you sure you were at work? Like, why are you finishing late? Like, if there's that consistency of having to prove yourself because the person's always assuming the wrong of you, then that's when you know it's a toxic relationship. Yeah. And I... I I totally get that because I remember when I was in a relationship, I had to fight that because I would get so emotional. Let's say I I would call um, my partner at the time at, uh, I don't know, 11 o'clock at night. And if I was ignored, I would get so like upset and like I would get I would just like really take it personally. I wouldn't really react like I wouldn't do anything about it. But inside my mind, I had to really fight the assumption of like they're ignoring me. They don't want to talk to me, blah, blah, blah. They're probably just doing this and that. But like, I never thought they were out cheating. But like, I would just overthink, like, why doesn't he want to talk to me right now? Like, he's probably on his computer seeing my call. But then like, eventually he'd call me at like 12 and be like, oh, like I fell asleep, blah, blah, blah. And I could hear that he was asleep. Like I could hear it in his voice. And I'd be like, wow, that none of that stress was worth it. Because you stress yourself out when you make assumptions. And it's just not worth it because you're probably wrong. And Uh, This is random, but if anybody reads, you should read the book, The Four Agreements, because it talks all about making assumptions and how it's something that is very, very toxic and not worth it. So you never want to make assumptions. It's a common thing. Like, it's a human trait. It's kind of like being jealous. Like, it's just human nature to just assume things. But my thing is to, like, there comes a time where you start to feel like it's getting to a level where you just start to feel overpowered and like the relationship becomes toxic. So again, like these points are not saying that it can't happen. It's just mm-hmm. you have to know when you're overpowering these traits for it to become a toxic thing in your relationship. Yeah, exactly. Because everything in moderation, like we're all human, but you know, you're going to make assumptions, but a, one of the things you need to think about is how are you going to act? Like, what are you going to do about these assumptions? Are you going to think through it and process it internally so that you can react in a normal way? Or are you going to let the assumption get the best of you and start an argument over something that probably isn't the case, you know? So if you're making assumptions a lot or he's making assumptions a lot, figure out the root of it. Like, is it rooted in a lack of trust? Is it rooted in insecurity? Like, figure that out, um, assess it. But if it's too much, then it's probably getting toxic. Yeah, another point I would say is if the conversation gets shut down quickly. So basically, this Mm -hmm. is saying that you guys get into arguments or discussions and the person's the type to just either agree with you just to end the conversation or completely turns it around and says, listen, like, 
you have one way of believing things. You have one way of of telling your side of the story and it just gets completely shut down because the person's trying to explain themselves and why your reasoning isn't right. Or like even when they just don't want to talk about it. They're just like, I don't have time for this conversation. This is not worth it. This is Yeah. Like, again, or if, like that. Again, it like one big thing is just like a person's trying to like explain themselves and tell you and you're just kind of like, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, yeah, okay. Like whatever so, you say. It's so frustrating. Because then at the end of the day, it's like you're trying to explain yourself and tell yourself why you feel some way or why the situation is the way it is, but the person doesn't even bother to listen or to want to seem like they want to fix it. So it's just, it starts to become toxic because, again, then you start to feel like it the relationship is one-sided. Like, here you are yeah. trying to explain yourself and, you know, fix things, but that effort's not being made on the other end. I even had a friend like that, and that in itself was draining, so I can't even imagine having a boyfriend like that because I remember I would try and just, like, have a conversation with her about her behavior, like, how it wasn't really, like, fair, and she would be like, okay and like just like very like like shut me down and start cutting me off and just be like all right fine yeah i'll stop i'll stop i'll stop and i'm like okay but that's like not like do you understand why do you understand the problem or are you just gonna say that to shut me up and then you're gonna keep doing you know what i mean like yeah figure out the difference of like when they're truly listening and communicating versus when they are just trying to shut you up and say okay i'm sorry because people get petty they get so petty and those are the people that you cannot be in serious relationships with that that don't even want to hear you out or communicate why don't you want to solve this why don't you want to work through it why do you want to just shut me up and get over it for 24 hours and again if you're the type of person who who can't resolve something when you're in the heat which is normal because like i know i'm that type of person like if Mm. i'm angry i'm gonna say things that i don't mean and i'm gonna Mm. like lash out and maybe say some hurtful things so if that's who you are then just say listen let's not talk about it now because i'm just really heated up give me a minute let me reflect on what's happening and let's sit down and talk about it because it's a consistent issue and just like you i don't want this to be a habit of us consistently going back and forth so if that's the case like and that's another thing right like you're your own person so you know your traits and who you are so Mm -hmm. if that's something that you struggle with then let your partner know like you know when i'm in the in the heat of the moment don't talk to me about the situation let me be and then when i'm ready i'll come and talk to you because that's another thing right there's people who are not um very public like if you're at a party and something happened i might not come and confront you about the situation because i don't want to cause a scene so Mm -hmm. again knowing your partner and letting them know that you do want to talk about it but now isn't the time is something that should always be discussed exactly another one that relates to this i feel like okay so the next one is victim mentality right i think that a lot of people that shut down the conversations like we were just talking about and that don't want to communicate and that have issues with these serious conversations it's because of the victim mentality that they have rooted in them so if you find that you or your boyfriend are constantly playing the victim and you're getting into an argument and it's like woe is me everything's my fault blah 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 blah. and like you're all of a sudden you're upset and you kind of switch the script on them and now like they're apologizing do you know what i mean so you're really just playing the victim instead of having a mature conversation uh that's not okay at all i used to do this i used to kind of victimize myself i think because i felt sorry for myself in situations and it never ever ended well but yeah i think being the victim here and there is 
is okay when you are the victim but again one thing is like being the victim all the time and you never see how it can also be your fault or like where you played Mm -hmm. a part of this right like being able to see your own flaws and being able to you know accept the fact that things are not perfect on your end either is a big step too because again when we're talking about relationships it could be that you're the toxic person right so be aware of these things and these traits um i think that's like a big one is just the type of person who always wants to be right that's a person who pretty much is always playing the victim because they can't Mm. see the both sides like the two sides of the story so i think yeah that's definitely like a toxic trait arguing with people like that is exhausting because you're just trying to have a conversation and it's like you can't because they're so focused on who's right who's wrong who's this it's like okay cool but like let's get to the issue let's let's resolve this but people who play the victim it's you're talking in circles for hours and it's draining draining yeah i think another big point would be the lack of trust so this is pretty straightforward like no relationship can be built without trust so if you feel like there's a lack of trust like you had so much trust for this person and like now it's slowly slowly diminishing that is also concerning because it pretty much means that there was something in the relationship that caused you to feel that way so again when things happen you have to talk about it and if it's something that you can move on and let go then your relationship could still be healthy but if it's something that you're holding on to kind of like keeping scores then things will just start to escalate and eventually become toxic between you two also like you have to understand if you have a lack of trust you need to figure out why who is the problem are you the problem or are they the problem do you not trust them because of external reasons for example like you grew up in a broken home or you've had friends who've had their mans cheat on them like reasons that have nothing to do with your partner or do you not trust them because they've done something or they're shady or they're this or they're that if they're shady then you talk about it with them and you figure out what the fuck is going on but if you can't trust them you can't trust them i don't think it's worth it to be in a relationship with someone you can't trust i think that sounds like a lot of work that you don't need to do um, if it is the other option where it's like external factors are the reasons why you don't trust, then you need to work on yourself because that could be insecurity, that could be jealousy, things that have nothing to do with them, but they're getting treated. This is the way that I look at it. It's like you can't treat someone like you can't you can't treat someone a certain way if they don't deserve it. It's like strict parents that put their kids in a box and treat them like they're doing bad things all the time what do you think your kid's gonna do they're gonna do bad things you're already treating them like they're being bad anyways they may as well be bad so if you're treating your boyfriend like he's cheating and you're calling him all kinds of names and you you don't trust him then he's probably gonna be like yo i'm getting cheated like i'm i'm getting treated like i'm cheating on my girl anyways i may as well just go fucking cheat you know what i mean like they're gonna do it eventually the thing too is i see that especially like in the younger generations like if you go through certain things in your life like you dated someone who cheated on you and then you go into another relationship and you are taking out that anger and the Mm -hmm. way you feel about that ex towards your new relationship it's like just because the your ex cheated on you doesn't mean this guy's gonna cheat on you and you have to start to understand that because again it's like we were saying like you could be the the person who's creating that toxic in the relationship like just because you've had it happen to you doesn't mean every person is out there trying to do the same thing and that's why we say don't do rebounds like 
don't do all that heal yourself before getting into new relationships because when you carry that baggage into your new relationship you're bound to fuck it up because you're still holding on to all the things that you need to forgive and let go of so you can't you can't be doing that it's not fair i think another thing too would be when your partner puts you down all the time oh my god so you know is always saying negative things or even like the slightest things like your accomplishments like let's say you you know you recently um i don't know you recently got your driver's license it's like something you want to share like you want to share all your accomplishments with your partner and like you notice that every time you're saying something it's like okay yeah cool like congrats like i got my g2 long time ago i don't know why you're just getting it now it's like relax yourself or if you're like oh my god my hair is growing and they're like really didn't you like cut it 17 months ago of course it's growing like little shady shit like that ugh your boyfriend should be making you feel like the most beautiful person in the world and they should make you feel so special and appreciated and you should celebrate accomplishments together yeah i pretty much think that it's horrible when your partner puts you down because in any relationship you want to shine together you want to go through your struggles together and if you can't go through the happiness it's kind of like when you graduate like you want that person to be there you want that person to be happy for you and if they can't do that then it's just like why are you in that relationship like with every accomplishment it kind of feels like your accomplishment so it's like if your partner you know gets their g it's like great i feel like i got my g i'm so happy for you like let's celebrate even the smallest things i think it's something you should always celebrate because it shows that you're happy and that person makes you proud and like you're happy to be in that relationship with that person i remember when i hit a milestone on youtube and my partner at the time threw me a whole ass surprise party with my friends and got me flowers and bought me dinner like it was a happy day for both of us not just for me it was literally like as if we both hit the 100k you know what i mean like that's the type of energy that i feel people should be getting you shouldn't be like oh my god like i hit 100k and it's like oh sick like that's that's dope you know you've been working like it should be a very exciting moment i'm not saying everybody needs to throw a surprise party and go all out but like you want the energy i agree like i said any small accomplishment should feel like a great accomplishment from your partner mm-hmm. because on top of that you want to hype them up you want to like yeah. let them know that you're there for them and that you know you think that these things these little milestones even if it's little like i said these milestones whether it's small or big accomplishments it's like you want to show that you're proud of them and that you support them and that you're there for them so exactly i think that's important okay so going through all of these traits again guys if you hear a lot of these and you're just like that's me that's my boyfriend that's us then there there's a problem there's a problem so now we kind of want to talk about like okay like are any of these issues able to be worked through or are these kind of like you're stuck at a dead end it's either break up or you know deal with the issues what do you think do you think that you can work through these i think you could the thing Mm -hmm. is too like again like when it comes to relationship people have to understand that it's two people right you could want to fix something but if the person is not putting that effort in then the (laughs) relation right (laughs) i mean that's the thing like if the effort wants to be made by both parties, then mm-hmm. yes, it can be fixed. It's something that it's kind of like therapy, right? Like you can go to therapy and like work through things and yeah. things can, you know, become better for you too. But again, like the effort has to be made on both sides. If it's just one ended, then it's yeah. it's like you're holding on to that relationship. That person clearly doesn't want to be with you. You need to start to accept that and see what the next step is. Exactly. Like I feel like if you have the victim mentality trait for example 
that's something that you can't just be like we need to get through this blah 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 like you you play the victim and you know let's work through this and they're just kind of like no i don't no i don't <laughs> like that's not gonna go anywhere because clearly they're stuck in that victim mentality if they can't cooperate with you then no it can't really be worked through but if you're both open and communicative and you know fair about it then yeah you can definitely work through some of these i think that all of these are workable but some of them require isolation like time apart or something like for example something like codependency you might need to take a little break so that you can kind of find yourself again but it all depends on how patient your partner is right so when would you say it's time to call it quits i think once you've had a few conversations about any of these topics one or more of them i think that it's like if you're repeating yourself and you're just trying to get them out of this mentality or trait and they just don't give a fuck and it's affecting you and the relationship i think it's time to kind of call it quits or really give them an ultimatum like listen like i'm going to break up with you if you don't work on this and if they don't work on it it clearly they don't care enough to then it's time to call it quits especially because it's just affecting you guys as a whole and it's not gonna stop so if you see no effort and no change i think that would be time yeah i agree again like i said in the beginning it's like the effort has to be made on both ends and mm-hmm. if you're consistently having to tell your partner to you know change their behavior or change certain things and they keep saying yes 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 i'll do it i'll do it but you don't see no action it's like yeah. you're just putting yourself in this hole again it, right it's like saying it's like taking back a cheater and they're telling you that they're not going to cheat again and you consistently you know see that same behavior it's like you're putting yourself in that situation as well by continuously giving them a second third fourth chance so that's when you really have to reflect and think like is anything really changing is there efforts being made is there any type of change and that's when you have to know whether or not it's time to walk away exactly and when do you think that these become concerns because i know some of these are like not huge but when do you think is the time that you look at and you're like okay this is a problem basically what i said before it's just like you see a pattern Mm -hmm. um you consistently see a pattern in the person and again like you talk about it but you feel like you're talking about the same thing over and over again and you start to sound like a broken record um i feel like that's when you start to you know feel a little concerned because you're trying to think of whether or not the person is actually taking you seriously if they're actually like you know, being mindful of the things that they're doing and how it's hurting your relationship. But I feel like once you get to that point where you just feel like you're in the same funk and nothing is changing, that's when you should start to feel a little concerned because you think that, you know, you're just wasting your time. Yeah, no, I agree with all of that. When Again, like you said, when you see a pattern, you really have to just start keeping an eye out and when it, you're having the same problem over and over and over again, then it's a de- it's definitely a concern. Talking about all these traits and like toxic relationships, do you think that having this type of relationship with your partner um, affects you as an individual? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Like all of these things, you carry with you through life, whether you're aware of it or not. So like. For example, if someone's constantly overstepping your boundaries, if you get into another relationship, you're going to be affected by that, that you're going to carry that in. You're losing yourself in the relationship will fuck you up. All of these things, like even conversations getting shut down, that's something that will make you feel small as a person. And maybe you won't be so eager to speak up when things are not going well at work or in other relationships in your life. Like these are all things that will kind of mess you up mentally and 
will affect how you treat situations in your everyday life, such as work, school, partnerships, friendships, family members. So, yeah, it'll it'll affect you for sure. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I take this back to like when people, you know, talk about bullying, right? Like people are bullies because of their you know what they're taking from their household right so Mm -hmm. I kind of see it in the same way in a sense where if you're feeling neglected or you're feeling some type of way in your relationship at home it's gonna affect you at work or when you're out with your friends or like daily errands because you're overthinking things or you're thinking you know I'm going to Walmart to grab something and then you're thinking when I get home I'm gonna have to deal with these issues or I'm gonna have to hear it from my significant other and it's like it starts to affect you as a person because of overthinking it in general Mm -hmm. exactly yeah so that's it guys again like I'm not saying that if you apply to one of these then your relationship is toxic that's not what we're trying to say we're trying to say like keep an eye out for little signs that you know maybe you're not in the healthiest relationship and that doesn't mean there's no going back like you can sit down and have a conversation but just be aware of the relationship you're in and if it's good for you and for your mental health and i hope that this episode helped you guys with that yeah so hopefully some of these tips and like little things that we talked about was helpful for you or if you know someone who is in this situation you know get them on it let them listen to it because again it's like i said in one of our other episodes sometimes it's easier to hear it from a stranger than to hear it from someone you know you care about like they're not going to listen to you but they're going to listen to brenda and ashley so if you know someone in a toxic relationship send them the episode i'm not even joking literally just don't even say anything don't even give them any context just send them the episode get them to listen to it and then trust me they're gonna they're gonna have something to take away from it yes and don't forget to always as we mentioned don't forget to leave a comment on our apple podcast and to leave a five-star review no one leaves us the fucking reviews and ratings no one guys if you're listening leave us a five-star review and rating please please it helps us out a lot just give us a little comment like wow episode five was great blah 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 blah. like just say something nice you know no one's doing it so sad (laughs) i know we like to hear from you guys why are you neglecting us Mm -hmm. but anywho that was all for today um again i hope you guys found this this episode helpful and that you enjoyed listening to it um if you guys have any you know requests send it to us through our dms yeah so don't forget to uh send us you know what you want to listen to you know hit us up on instagram our instagram account is let's get real the podcast our twitter account is let's get real pod We'll start posting tweets at 100 followers. Our YouTube channel is Let's Get Real Podcast. Subscribe. We post every episode weekly. And I guess that's it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next Monday. Bye. Bye.